Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Hello, hello, everyone. I hope your week is going very well and very smoothly. In case you didn't know, because you've missed a post or two here or there, I am currently out of town for my bonus daughter's graduation. I'm so proud of her. So I'm in Nashville, Tennessee at that. I'm pre-recording this video. So I'm pre-recording this a few days early, just to make sure that I stay pretty consistent with the schedule of my offerings whether they are for free or for cash. So I just want to be super consistent with that. Um, and I'm excited about the topic that I'm going to talk with you about today because um, it was a little bit inspired by an Alanis Morissette song, and I'm going to hop into that in a minute. But before I do, I do just want to touch back on a couple things. One is on Tuesday, like five days from now, when you, at the time that you'll be watching this recording, Tuesday, I am offering another opportunity to hear my free one hour talk. Um, <coughs> five keys to lasting, to finding lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Because honestly, what we're looking for is a true partnership where you find yourself in the process. So it totally dovetails really nicely into today's conversation about a love that liberates. So there's that. The second thing that I want to let you know about is May Mindset Makeover Bingo is still going on. I know that right now it's almost halfway through May, but this is a great opportunity for you to get over your perfectionism. There's still an opportunity for you to get bingo at least once during the month, which means you'd be entered into the drawing for the weekly prize and the end of the month prize. And if you get a blackout, you get entered to win the grand prize. So all of that is still happening. Thirdly, while we're on the topic of liberation, in about 10 days on the 22nd, um, I will also be offering another go-round of my free four-day self-liberation challenge. I hope to see you in that if you're feeling a need for a little bit of liberation from the inner ties that bind. So that those are the happenings here at Bahira. And so without much further ado, I want to hop into this conversation about a love that liberates because it's an it's um it's an idea that I have had in my head for a really long time, ever since I heard Alanis Morissette's 21 Things That I Want in a Lover. And it's something that I feel like I've achieved and I'm experiencing it and it's amazing and it's something that I want for everybody. So in this song, she says something about um, one of the 21 things she wants in a lover is, do you derive joy from diving in and seeing that loving someone can actually feel like freedom? And that is such a gripping image, right? That love could really feel like freedom. And it kind of makes me wonder, like, what would that look like? How could love feel like freedom? Because to be honest, as a dating and relationship coach, I don't hear people talking about love in this way. And I don't necessarily think people are experiencing love as liberating, even 
like in your family of origin, your parents loving you, your siblings loving you, um, any of the other, you know, any loving relationship you've ever had. I don't think people are experiencing love as a liberating force, which seems to me like a little sad because it could be and should be really so liberating, right? So there's a, a concept in, in Navajo or Diné language that you know, the, the sentence for I love you translates literally to, literally to I hold you within my being a lot. So when someone loves you in a way that feels like liberation, it feels like liberation because they hold all of you. They don't cut or clip parts of you. They're not making demands that you become something you're not. So I don't hear, I don't hear people talking about love that way. I don't hear t- people talking about wanting to offer that. I don't hear people talking about wanting to receive it. Here's what I hear. When I'm in private messages, when I'm out and about and, and com- having conversations with people who find out that I'm a dating and relationship coach, I get a lot of really curious and interesting responses. And I want to run them by you just to see if you've ever had them because they puzzle me. One of the things that I've heard, and I've heard it from more than one place, is I don't want to be a nurse or a purse. And at my age, that age being over 60, all the men are looking for is a nurse or a purse. I also hear things like, how can I get my ex back? How can I get this person that I'm totally infatuated with or in love with to want me? How can I get them to want me? How can I, how can I get this person who doesn't want to commit to me to settle down? How can I get them to change? How can I get them to settle down? How can I get this person I've been dating to stop triggering me? And so a lot of these, um, how can I get them to want me? How can I get them to settle down? How can I get them to stop triggering me? The last one is how can I get them to respect my boundaries? I really, I need you to help me get this person to respect my boundaries. I need them to um, understand that no means no when I say no. I need this person to honor my requests when I make requests. Now, all of these last bits are people I hear from, things I hear from people who are currently in relationship and are not very satisfied in the relationship they're currently in. So to be honest, a lot of this is from people who are in relationship of some sort. And typically these are people who are not in a committed partnership type of relationship, but they're dating someone wanting more, but not getting more and not getting it because this other person won't commit or this other person triggers the hell out of them or this other person doesn't respect their boundaries. And in those cases, what that amounts to is how can I get this person to see things my way and do things my way? So I want to first and foremost name, I am totally 100% not a fan of games, manipulations, and toxic gender normativity. And I think the whole concept of the nurse versus the person honestly comes up mostly with um, cisgendered hetero, hetero, uh, white women that, you know, they, they are perceiving cisgendered hetero males as wanting a nurse or a purse. And I think that that's like a toxic gender normativity that you would think that these are your options. You've been trained into this role that you would need to be a nurse or a purse and that you are in relationship or primarily seeking out people that fit into this toxic gender norm. And maybe, expanding beyond that might be good for everybody if you were to kind of look a little bit further than that and not close your mind about the type of people that might be right for you. So that kind of brings me to this next piece, which is 
if you're in a relationship where you're perceiving someone as wanting a nurse or a purse, or you're perceiving someone doesn't want the same level of commitment you want, or someone's triggering you with their behaviors, or they're not respecting your boundary, obviously these people just aren't right for you. And what you do in a situation like that is not try to get them to change because that is a, that is kind of a non-starter. That is not a worthy project. It's not worthy of your energy and your time. And it's also super disrespectful of their boundaries. What you do in those cases is instead of trying to get people to see things your way and behave the way you want them to behave, you accept that they are not a match for you and you move on to find someone else. What that means is that you are free, liberated to find someone whose behavior just sort of clicks for you, someone whose behavior meets your emotional needs, someone who's good with your boundaries because they're, because who you are and how you show up just sort of clicks for them too. So you're not trying to get people to change. You're not in relationship with people who are trying to get you to change. You're in relationships in which you both are showing up in ways that just work for each other. You're showing up wanting a partnership, owning that. They're showing up wanting a partnership. You're working on it together and you're building a true partnership of equals. So there is no nursing and person going on. There's no transactional thing where I give caretaking in exchange for money. You are finding someone who wants that true partnership that you want. So in my inside my mindful dating intensive, what I work on with my clients is letting go of the kinds of games, manipulations, and toxic gender norms that a lot of people are trying to navigate in the popular culture, in the current dating scenarios. Those things aren't worthy of your time and energy. Those things aren't going to further your self-expression in the world. They're going to drive you crazy and make you miserable. Besides which, I don't really have time for that. This is not what I'm about. I don't even agree with that. And if that's something you really want and I'm not the coach for you and you're like, oh, she's crazy. I just, I want to navigate this. I want, I want to get this person to settle down. Then I am definitely not your coach. And I encourage you to seek other coaches. And that's totally fine. We are all free here to pursue the things that have meaning and value for us. And for me, what is meaningful and valuable is to help people create a love that truly liberates them. I really deeply value helping my clients create a love that liberates them and also liberates their future partner. I try to cultivate in my clients a notion of living and relating in a way that is mutually liberating, mutually empowering, mutually beneficial and nurturing. And so what does that look like? Um, how, what, what steps can be taken? And a lot of these I will cover a lot more in my five keys to finding lasting love without losing yourself in the process. But inside my mindful dating intensive, I talk a lot about being a self-led dater. So being a self-led dater really means dating from your core self energy. This concept is one that I'm borrowing from internal family systems or IFS work. And, um, small celebration. I'm currently getting level one trained and I'll be done by August. Okay. Back to our regularly scheduled talk. Um, being led from self energy means leading from that place within you where you're calm, where you're clear on what it is you need and want confident about who you are and courageous about putting yourself out there and being that as much as you can leading from that place. You might have other parts that are self doubting. You might have parts that are critical, 
You might have parts that are a little needy. You might have parts that are a little avoidant. But generally speaking, leading from that place where you're in self. And that is the first step to creating a truly liberating love. Because from that place of spaciousness and self, you allow and create space for everyone around you to operate from their own spacious self energy. Secondly, it's about fully aligning with your own values, the visions for your life. What what is it that you long to contribute to the world? What is it that you want to give? What is it that you want to get? What are the passions that you really deeply desire to explore this lifetime in order to have fulfillment and satisfaction in your life? And it's about getting clear on all of that and living it today, tomorrow, all the times about living it in connection with another person, sharing with them when they want to share it and continuing on your journey of enjoying these things, even when they don't, which means you have to have respect for their boundaries. You can't try to change them and get them to see things your way. That is a fundamentally disrespectful, disempowered, it's mutually disempowering for both of you to be in that whole arrangement where you're trying to get them to see things your way, or you're making yourself smaller or larger to try to fit what they're looking for. That is a mutually disempowering, disrespectful approach that is doomed to make two miserable people at the end of the day. So you have to start this love that liberates from a place of profound respect for boundaries, accepting their limits, accepting their desires, but and this is the last step, knowing you have the right to refuse the things that don't work for you. They can, your partner can make requests and you are free to refuse them. If they request things that don't work for you, like, hey, I don't want to settle down. I want you to love me and nurture me. And I really want to have lots and lots of different people in my life. You have every right in your pursuit of a self-liberating love, that if that is not your path, if you are a monogamous person and you are not polyamorous and that is not your path and you're not comfortable with it, to say, oh my gosh, I so wish you all the best in your pursuit of that relationship style. I'm looking for something else right now. So um, we're totally wishing you the best and that you respect that you have boundaries, you respect your own boundaries, and you stand for them. And you decline requests that don't work for you that don't serve you, that take you too far outside of your comfort zone in a way that's destabilizing, that don't meet your needs. And both of you have that. So if you are the polyamorous one, that you would go into a relationship with that on the table so that you're not trying to get someone to come along to your way of thinking and become polyamorous if that's not their thing. You respect that your boundary is not into monogamy, want polyamory, you also respect other people's boundaries enough to let them go on their way if it doesn't work for you. And you have every right to refuse relationship forms and structures that don't serve you. So that is kind of what a self-led relationship looks like. And that's a little bit about the approach of a self-led relationship. And that is the kind of love that liberates two people to fully express that core self-energy that is within them in ways that hold one another and hold that space open for the other to also operate from self energy. And I know that I was just two seconds ago talking about polyamory and how does that look, work in a polyamorous situation? That is a whole different conversation, but would also be the work of 
how, how whoever is engaged in that relationship to continuously cultivate self energy to do those same things where they're respecting boundaries, refusing requests that don't work for them, and expressing themselves fully and fully a living in alignment with their values, visions and goals for their lives. So I'm sort of curious how this sits with you. What comes up when you hear me talk about a love that liberates? Is that something you think sounds good? Sounds like a pipe dream? What are your thoughts? Um, pop a comment below or send me a PM. And if you're interested in kind of exploring what this could look like for you personally, please do a couple of things. One is come to the five keys to lasting love talk that will be on May 16th. Secondly, um, send me a message. Let's get you in for a breakthrough session and see if coaching could work for you. And um, thirdly, check out my five-day self-liberation challenge or it's a four-day self-liberation challenge. Sorry, check out my four-day self-liberation challenge coming up on the 22nd. There are lots of opportunities, both free and paid to help support you in this. So let me know how I can do that. Take care and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love without losing yourself in the process.